Welcome to Grace to Gather podcast. At Grace to Gather, our goal is to foster the art of hospitality in such a way that we are building community, strengthening marriages and families, serving one another, and most importantly, creating an atmosphere where deeper relationships can thrive. Now please join us for this week's episode with Damon and Neva. Hi, I'm Damon. And I'm Neva. Welcome to Grace to Gather. Yes, welcome back to Grace to Gather. Uh, we, we're just we're getting back into the swing of things. Coming back from our our trip, and we'll get to that in just a minute. But we're on uh, episode seven of season five, and we're so glad that you were able to join us today. So, Neva, what's what's been what's been going on with us? Yeah, well, <laughs> as we shared, as you have heard over the past few weeks, Damon and I have been on a long trip. We were gone almost two months. We went all the way to the Oregon coast, and we have been spending a lot of time with family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we had some amazing uh, uh, opportunities to spend time with family up in the Northwest. Um, uh, our son and, and daughter-in-law and grandson, uh, my dad and uh, Neva's brother and, and sister, and then your other sister on our way back through Colorado, um, had a great uh, opportunity to spend time with them and visit. And um, and it was, it was really good. We had some really great weather uh, along the way. Um, and we're able to, uh, as, as we shared, we were taking Grace together on the road and we were able to uh, to uh, set up a, a kind of a Bible study in a couple different campgrounds, and uh, and it was great. I went, we got kind of rained out uh, the first time uh, trying it out, but uh, but it all it all all came together well. Yeah, it was a, a really fun um, but really busy trip. We came back and we both said, "Gosh, it really didn't feel very restful." And I think that that's one of the things you know when you when you take a long trip and you drive a lot and you spend a lot of time with family, you don't come back feeling like you spent a week at the beach. No, no, definitely wasn't a restful uh, trip at all. In fact, we're both, we got back and we're, we're exhausted. <laughs> so, but we have to dive right back into, to where we left off and. So we actually did spend a week on the beach and we really had a great time. It was, um, the Oregon coast, and it was probably our most restful um, period of time and probably our most just full-out fun. Um, my brother, George, and sister-in-law, Kate, are phenomenal hosts, and um, they really just, you know, kind of rolled out the red carpet for us, and we really felt special and had a really great visit with them. Yeah, we, and we we had a chance to interview them because they've got a great story uh, on house, hospitality, and uh, we're hoping to be able to bring that to you. We were we were struggling with some video and some audio uh, te- technical uh, glitches in, along the way, but hopefully we'll be able to bring that all together and um, and share it with you. Just an amazing story of hospitality when they started their uh, their winery down in California. How how over just a, a short period of time they were able to build. Just uh, an awesome community uh, around them, um, and just it was, it's just a fantastic story. Can't wait to share it with you if we can. So. Yeah, well, and it's kind of like we talked. I don't know if it was last week or in the past couple of weeks. Just the idea of throwing a pebble in the pond and the ripple that goes out, and you know, they they made the choice to really do a very small action, and they had a phenomenal outcome yeah. from that very small action. So yeah, we'll hopefully bring you that story soon. Um, but like Damon said, we are just, we've just been home a few days and 
we're just kind of trying to take stock of everything and get back into, you know, the, the normalcy of our life, whatever that looks like. But, you know, we've, we've been listening to uh, the podcast every week, and we're really excited about what God is doing um, through us with the podcast this season. And so we're just anticipating the next um, few weeks as we wrap up this season, what what the Lord is going to do and and uh, just kind of what we feel like Grace Together is getting ready to kind of fall into um, a new season, if you will, um, just with, with some new and exciting things. Yeah. And if um, <laughs> if it's the challenges that we face today just in getting this thing recorded uh, or, or any indication of the importance of the message that's, that's going to be going out. Uh, I mean, just literally before we, we just getting ready to start record, the cat knocks something off the counter, makes a big crash, the turn around, the dog throws up right behind me. And, you know, and then the, and then the cat's messing with the, with the tripod and, and it's just been just a, a crazy hectic, um, bit of time here while we're trying to set up to get to get this recording and i just can't help but think that that it's an important message that um that the enemy doesn't want uh, you to hear and so um we're gonna we're gonna dive right in and we're gonna we're gonna continue on in uh the book of acts chapter two and the title of, of today's episode is called the promise yeah it really is um an exciting I feel like it's an exciting episode of the Grace to Gather podcast. I don't know that we, at the beginning, ever really, you know, thought through um, coming to the place that we are coming to today. But we're really excited that that this is where we've landed. And um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read. This is um, Acts chapter two, starting in verse 36, and it says, um, "Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this: God has made." This Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And I just, you know, when I was rereading that this morning, you know, I thought, um, you know, I'd love to go back and read what the Greek or the Hebrew says, but the but this version says they were cut to the heart. It's like all of a sudden they had this realization, this group of, of Jewish people, they had this realization that they had really messed up. Like they, you know, had had allowed something to happen without really fully understanding the outcome of that situation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all of a sudden in the context of, of the story, where the Holy Spirit had had come down on the day of Pentecost, um, it hit their heart, and um, and I think that for all of us who would say that Jesus is our Savior, there's a point in time in our life where all of a sudden that happens to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we realize our need. We realize our need for for a Savior, for something to change uh, in our life, and. Um, you can search the whole world uh, for something to fill you up and and never find it um, because the world can't can't fill us up. Um, it has nothing to offer in that respect. But right, right. So, hmm. so you know, they first they acknowledged you know that this this they were cut to the heart um, 
by what they had done to Jesus. But then they followed up with um, a question, which was, brothers, what shall we do? What what do we do next? And Peter replied, uh, <laughs> just repent and be baptized. And it's like, we already see that they have a heart of repentance coming on. Um, but Peter said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for all whom the Lord God will call. So the promise is that if you repent, and um, if you ask Christ for forgiveness of your sins, then a promise is extended to you, and it's extended to um, to your children and for everyone who is willing to follow that same path of repentance and asking the Lord for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and in chapter 40 says, with many other words, he warned them and he pleaded with them, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to the number of believers that day. And I just love, you know, that, that one sentence, um, where he says, save yourselves from this corrupt generation. And I think it's really easy right now, you know, when we listen to the headlines and we see what's happening in our world to feel like we really live in a corrupt generation. But what we can really see is that all the way back 2000 years ago, it was a corrupt generation. Mm -hmm. And that man by nature um, tends to lean into corruption. Yeah, I just uh, want to follow up. You said something here just a little bit ago that that um, they they came to the realization. The people came to the realization that they had let something happen without fully knowing the consequences. And and I kind of just I feel like that's what's uh, been happening in our world today is that um, people have been been complacent and just um, and ignorant of of what's going on, um, not ignorant in a, you know, stupid sort of sense, but just in, in a not paying attention to what's going on. So therefore things have been happening, um, with terrible, terrible consequences to, uh, our culture and our world and our way of life. And, um, you know, it, it's, I don't remember who, who said it, but it, um, all it takes for evil to succeed is for good men to stand by and do nothing. And, um, so this this is what what happened I think in this time is that that the people stood by and did nothing um while evil was happening and um but by the grace of God he had a plan um and he still has a plan which is uh, awesome. So like we just said in verse um 37 we see the people really begin to understand the situation and they're emotionally impacted and they ask the question what shall we do? And so is there a time in your life where all of a sudden you asked yourself, <laughs> you know, what, what should I do? Things, I really messed this up here and, and what should I do? And, and, you know, what did that look like in your life? Uh, well, I think that that, that's a question that, <laughs> that we probably all ask, um, at, at some point in time, um, because, you know, it or sometimes life just doesn't go how you plan it. And you realize that, you know, maybe there's been some things that you've done that cause that. Um, and so you, you ask the question, boy, what, you know, what should I do? And, um, 
for for me, absolutely. I mean, uh, my life was obviously headed on a very very bad uh, path. I mean, my uh, all my brothers and sisters were drug addicts. Uh, my dad was an alcoholic. Um, my mom, like I think I'd mentioned it before, had you know she was on her, her fifth marriage, and uh, th- there was just. It was, it was just not a good situation, uh, all the way around. And so I knew that, that, um, I mean, I, I had heard of Jesus. I'd been to Sunday school. I did all those things as a, as a kid. Um, but I knew that there had to be something more than what I was experiencing, uh, at that moment. Uh, I knew that there was, there had to be more of a relationship with Jesus than what I, than what I had. So Neva, what about, what about you? What, uh, at what point in, in, in your life? I know that you, um, you came to know the Lord at a very young age, but, uh, what were the things that, that brought you to that decision? Um, I was very young. I was six actually when I accepted the Lord. And I don't know if it's just because, um, I had a really challenging childhood or I don't know, I don't know why, but, um, it was actually Christmas, um, and so it was the Sunday morning service before Christmas. I don't, you know, know what day it was exactly. Um, but our Sunday school teacher said, um, you know, basically just gave a salvation message. And she said that the greatest gift you could give Jesus would be to give him your life. And that as we're getting ready to, you know, get up on Christmas morning and open all the gifts that are under our tree, that um, Jesus, who gave the, you know, biggest gift ever of dying for us, um, we can extend a gift back to him by accepting him as our Savior. And so I just remember going home. Uh, we were driving. I remember being in the car, in the back of our car, and just processing that as a child and just feeling like, you know what? I'm going to give Jesus that gift, <laughs> you know, and mm. I, I'm going to accept Jesus as my Savior. And so it was very, I mean, it, you know, I, I've i never questioned or looked back or, mm. you know, anything like that. I mean, I was baptized when I was 15, and um, I think that so I've always had a very deep sense of faith. Um, and then I just feel like through the years, um, you know, the Lord has just uh, just taught me and brought me up. And as I've experienced hardships, which we all experience in our life, um, I've had new levels of faith as I've gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you brought up that you were baptized when you were 15. And um, so I was I was baptized as an infant um, into the Episcopalian church by my parents. And um, so, but I chose to be re-baptized in my 30s um, because as an infant, it wasn't my choice. It, 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 I, I was not the one who decided to be baptized. Um, so as an adult, I made the decision to get baptized of my own free will. Um, and, and it, and it was, it was fabulous. I was in my thirties and my mom, my mom questioned it. Of course, she was like, why I, I baptized you as a kid. And I, and I told her, I'm like, well, that, because that was your choice. It wasn't mine. And you know, we're, we're to be baptized, uh, that that's an act of our own will, uh, to be baptized and cleansed of our, of our sin. And, uh, so, yeah, so that, that as I grew in my relationship with Jesus, I, I wanted to, to make that um, act of my own free will. 
So, you know, today I think Damon has um, another verse that is out of um, John that he's going to share with you. And we're just going to continue to kind of talk this out and and work out what's really happening here um, in this passage of Scripture. Yeah, and and you mentioned uh, that you know the promises was the gift of salvation, and that's ac- absolutely true. Um, but the promise was also the Holy Spirit, uh, and Jesus said in John chapter sixteen, and I, I really love how the Amplified version uh, states this. He says, "But I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper or Comforter, Advocate." intercessor, counselor, strengthener, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. So that was that was also the promise uh, in that in that earlier scripture in Acts, the, that the Holy Spirit would, would come to us um, as our advocate, as our helper, as our counselor, and to strengthen and encourage us. And and who doesn't who doesn't need that? I mean, who doesn't need to be strengthened and encouraged uh, and helped um, on a daily basis? I mean, I certainly do. And, and don't you? I do. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit was the gift and the and the promise. And the Holy Spirit is who enables us to be bold. Um, like we talked about in episode five, and and to rest in hope, like we talked about last week, um, he gives us the attitude, the grace, and the energy uh, to live out our life in the service of others. Uh, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, when he when he fills us up, um, he fills our cup to overflowing with love and joy and peace and hope. Um, and that is what allows us to pour ourselves out to to you and and to other people and to encourage you and to lift you up. Um, and that's what Grace Together is all about. It's you know it's what we we started. Hospitality is not just you know inviting somebody to your table. Hospitality is encouraging others and helping others in need and um, and doing what you can you know for for your your fellow brother and sister right and that's what we want to encourage you with um we just it's it's great to do it at your table it's great to invite people to your table and to serve them and to to share a meal with them and to develop relationship um deeper relationships and um and that's you know that's exciting to us to to be able to bring that encouragement to you and we realize that that many uh, of our listeners or some of our listeners um, may be hearing some of this stuff for the very first time. And uh, may, you may have heard about Jesus, but you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus. But we also know that if you're listening, that you're looking for something to, to, um, to fill you up and to encourage you uh, in life. And if you want to know the same God, the same Jesus the same Holy Spirit that gives us peace, joy, and hope, then I'd like to give you the opportunity to write where you are to just, you know, close your eyes and lift your hand to the Lord and repeat these words after me. Heavenly Father, I recognize my need for a Savior. 
and I thank you for sending Jesus to pay the price that I could never pay, to make a way that I might have a new life and a fresh start. And today, I give you that life, and I give you my trust. And because of Jesus, and because of what he did on the cross for me, I will never be the same. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer with us today, then we we rejoice with you, and we are excited for you, and we'd love you to reach out to us. you can message us through, how do you, how do, you do it, honey? I'm, I'm, I'm terrible at this stuff. You can message us through social media, uh, Instagram, um, Facebook, on our website. And we, we would love to get in contact with you to encourage you. So what we really see in this story is the true heart of hospitality, which is the heart to serve and love others more than ourselves, which is what Jesus did. And so when we invite people to our table with a heart of hospitality, we're really inviting them to our table um, to serve them and to encourage them in such a way that when they walk away from our table, they feel refreshed and encouraged and rejuvenated. And those are really all things that um, we experience also with the Holy Spirit in our life. He refreshes us, he rejuvenates us, and he encourages us as we walk through our life. So um, I'd, I'd like to read uh, a verse to you um, out of Matthew that really is the the true heart uh, of hospitality. And um, so this is Jesus uh, speaking to his disciples. He says, then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth, when you did it to one of the least of these my brothers and sisters, you were doing it unto me. So hospitality is not just about um, meeting at the table. It's about meeting a need. Um in somebody else and, and serving other people. And, and, um, that's what that verse is all about. Yeah, that was really good, Damon. And that is what it's really all about. And so we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the grace to gather podcast. It was a little different, but it really is just what we feel like the Lord, um, kind of has led us into this season. Um, while we're studying Acts chapter 2. So we're glad you're here, and we hope that we have um, been able to encourage you today, and we will see you next week on the Grace to Gather podcast. Please like us on social media and follow us, and please leave a review and comment, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thank you for joining us on this journey of hospitality. Please like, follow, and share us on social media. 
For more information, you can also check out our website at gracetogather.com. Join us next Wednesday for another episode of the Grace Together podcast.